Good evening, uh, brothers and sisters. Welcome back to this online service. The last two weeks, I've been talking about useless faith. I think you probably have not heard of sermon uh, about useless faith, right? So faith that doesn't work for us, doesn't produce results, doesn't change our life, uh, doesn't change our destiny, those faith are useless. Okay, but faith must work for us. Faith must cause us to be fruitful and effective, bring about result, uh, advancement in the kingdom of God. Okay, so this evening, I want to talk about useful faith. Let's look at the uh, book of James, chapter 2, verse 21 and 22. Was not our ancestor Abraham considered righteous for what he did when he offered his son Isaac on the altar? You see that his faith and his action were working together and his faith was made complete by what he did. Abraham, the father of faith. How did his faith work for him? When he acted upon his faith. So our faith and our action must be consistent with one another to produce the result as a result of our faith. And in this case, Abraham was considered righteous because of his faith. But faith that comes with action. Okay, so, so it's very important that we do not just have a faith that is dead, that has no action, a faith that is useless, that doesn't produce changes or results. Our faith must be effective. It must produce results. So, faith would create for us a new reality in our life. You know, we were confined by the limitation of the natural realm. What we can see, what we can feel, what we can uh, understand. You know, so that's how we function. But when we have faith in God, it takes us into a new reality. Into the spiritual realm, into the supernatural uh, uh, realm of God. Because we believe, in our faith, we believe that God can do the impossible. So in this case, in Abraham's life, when God asked him to sacrifice his son Isaac, in the natural realm, we were thinking, no, that's not God. He wouldn't ask me to do that, right? You know, he wouldn't ask me to harm my son. You know, that must be the devil. You know, in our natural mind, we will be thinking like that. Emotionally, we will be so upset if we know it's from God. And, and we, we would not want to do it. Because how can I do it to my son? You see, so, but, but Abraham's faith take him to a higher realm that supersedes the natural realm. A new reality. He believed that God is good. He would not ask me to do this thing to harm my son without a purpose. There must be something very good that will happen. And some more, God has said, is to your son, your seed, Isaac. 
who will inherit the promise. And now that God has spoken and He asked me to sacrifice my son Isaac, then surely He can raise Isaac back to life again. Because He said Isaac is going to inherit. So because of Abraham's faith in what God has said, it brought him to a new reality so that he can obey God's command, what God says. He did not doubt God's integrity. Right? So faith caused us to believe the unbelievable. What others cannot believe, we can because of our faith in God. And then secondly, faith activated brings about miracles. You know, it's not a passive faith. It's not just a belief in a, in a, in a state of mind. But it's a faith that we need to act upon. We need to activate it. So Abraham act upon his faith. He sacrificed his son. And when we act upon our faith, that's when it brings the miracle, that's when uh, our faith begins to work for us. Otherwise, it's still dormant. It's still inactive. So when we act upon that faith, our faith begins to work. It begins to work together with our action. Right? So I'm going to take you through different stories in the New Testament to show you this truth, that we got to act upon our faith and then we see the miracles. This story about the woman with the issue of blood, I think we know this story so well. So she was suffering for so long and heard about Jesus, what Jesus did, the miracles that took place. So in her heart, she already believed that Jesus would be able to heal her. And lo and behold, one day Jesus came by to where she stayed. And so she came out, wanting to meet Jesus, wanting Jesus to heal her. But there was such a big crowd surrounding Jesus, there's no way that she can get near Jesus. But faith, true faith will result in action. So whatever it costs, whatever it takes, she knows she must move in and she must Touch, even touch the garment of Jesus, she will be healed. That's her faith. That caused her to begin to act, right? And because of that, her faith worked for her. Her faith becomes useful faith. And Jesus knew that the power has gone from him. And so he asked, who touched me? And finally, this woman so Jesus turned to her and said to her in Matthew 9, 22, He said, take heart, daughter, your faith has healed you. Your faith has healed you. The power is in Jesus. That's not the problem. That's not His problem. Whether the power of healing in Him can touch you, or touch anyone, it depends on their faith, whether they have the faith or not. So this woman has a faith. 
and she touched Jesus and she was healed. And Jesus, that's why Jesus said, your faith has healed you. He didn't say, oh, I have healed you. No, your faith. So can you see, our faith, when activated, and when we act upon it, it brings miracles. It worked for us. Our faith got to work for us. It's not a passive, not a dormant faith, but it is active. And uh, another story about this man who is paralyzed. And the friends carried him on a mat, wanting to reach Jesus. But when they get to the house, the house was jam-packed with people. There's no way they can get in. You see, when we face this kind of situation, when you have faith, you face opposition, you face hindrances, you face difficulties, what do you do? Some people just give up. No way, impossible. I wouldn't say you have no faith, but your faith is too small. It becomes useless. It doesn't produce results. It doesn't work for you because it's so small. So a lot of people have small faith. They, they, they encounter problems in their walk with Jesus and they just give up or just get so discouraged and, and they're never the same again. These are people who have very little faith and it becomes useless faith. But, this, but in this story, the friends, they were filled with faith. So when you have faith, you begin to think of solution. Now that you have this problem, you couldn't get near Jesus, you couldn't get into the house. Well, they think of removing the, the rooftop, the roof to the house, so that they can lower this man right before Jesus. Isn't that absolutely crazy? That's not your house. And to remove someone else's roof is absolutely crazy. And people with faith, sometimes they have crazy ideas. They have crazy dreams. But it produces results. Miracles take place. And in this case, indeed, when they lower the man, before Jesus, Jesus looked at their, their faith and Jesus said, your sins are forgiven, friend. And the man is healed. So you see, this man also has faith. Because a lot of people, you know, in this kind of situation, they are so uh, inferior have such low self-image, you know what they do? They say, forget it. Even if the friends want to lift them, they say, forget it. You know, maybe another day, maybe that's not what God wants for me. Uh, uh, it's not possible. You see, people give up. But this man also have faith. He partnered together with the others and they accomplished this, this great act and Jesus saw their faith. And Jesus healed that man. So you see, faith worked for us. Faith is effective. Faith produces results when we 
accompany it with action, consistent with our faith. Great faith brings great results. The centurion has a servant who is paralyzed. And he wanted the help of Jesus, but he said, I'm not worthy for you to come to my house. Just speak the word. And Jesus saw such great faith. He said, in the whole of Israel, I didn't see it. Well, they have faith, but this man has such great faith. And what did Jesus say? He said, go, let it be done just as you believe it would. Because he believed, Jesus, you just speak the word, my servant will be healed. Let it be done, Jesus. Just as you believe it would. So the problem is not with Jesus. The problem is not with God, whether he can do great things or not. That's not his problem. The problem is in our belief. How much we believe in him? How do we believe about him? And the miracle take place. The man was healed at that moment because of the faith of the centurion. Faith works for him. Faith must work for us. Faith must be useful faith. If you believe and nothing good or nothing happened, then that's useless faith, right? So faith will cause us to be proactive to look for answer. We don't give up because of difficulties. We will be proactive. Some people, they just come to you with problems, but they never think about solution because they have no faith or so little faith. This other story about two blind men in Matthew 9, 27. They were blind. They wanted Jesus to heal them and Jesus was passing by. Again, there are other people, but they cry out, Son of David, have mercy on us. Son of David, have pity on us. They cry out. You see, faith will cause you to be proactive. You take initiative. You want, you, you want the answer. You look for the answer. You take responsibility rather than just passively waiting. Some people, they just pray, God, if you want to heal me, you heal me. But others will go and get sick prayer. And if this one prayed for me, didn't get healed, they go to the next person that they believe has this anointing. So Jesus touched their eyes and said, according to your faith, will it be done to you? According to your faith. So God works according to our faith. If you have a small faith, well, there's not much you can do. But when we have great faith, we begin to act upon it, we begin to plan. God begins to do great things. Miracles will take place. And then what can faith do to us? Faith will cause us to take risk in making decision or take risk in our planning. People who are so scared, who have very little faith, they always want to play safe. They don't want to take risks. These people will not accomplish much. They will accomplish what 
their natural ability takes them. But faith, when we take risk, that's when we will accomplish greater things than what uh, we naturally can. So there is this woman in the Old Testament, Rahab, this prostitute in Jericho. And the whole city has heard about what the Jews, their God, Jehovah God, did for them. Every nation that comes before them were destroyed. And so the whole city was in panic, in fear, petrified because of the imminent coming of the Jews just across the river. And one day, three spies rushed into the house of Ahab. And she knew who they are and what's their purpose. And she knew that her king has sent men to hunt for these three men and they are chasing behind. What can she do? She has already believed Jehovah God, the great God, who can do all things. And she knew if nothing takes place, she will be gone. It's a matter of time, she will be destroyed. And here is the opportunity to, to change her destiny for herself and her family. What is she going to do? Is she going to be so fearful and chase these three men away so that she will not be uh, 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 not suffer because of their presence? Or is she going to do something for them so that God will look at her with favor because she has helped her? the servant of God. So Ahab hit them, protect them. And you see, that's, that's an act of faith. There is risk. Once he's found out she's gone, she's dead. But because of a faith in God Almighty, she made the decision to hide these people and uh, as a result, that changed her destiny. We, we have heard recently she's on the ancestor line of the Lord Jesus. Change her future, change her destiny. So faith will cause us to make, to take risk, to make decisions that will change our destiny. Breakthrough from our past, failure, and shame. And finally, faith will work for us, resulted in us becoming super achiever. Hebrews 11, 32. And what more shall I say? I do not have time to tell you about Gideon, Barak, Samson, Jephthah, about David and Samuel and the prophets, who through faith conquered kingdoms, administered justice, and gained what was promised, who shut the mouths of lions, quenched the fury of the flames, and escaped the edge of the sword, whose weakness was turned to strength, and who became powerful in battle and routed foreign armies. 
So there's this list of men. Without faith, they would be so ordinary. And some would be living in total defeat, as in the case of Gideon. We know he's so fearful, faithless, almost good for nothing, just to survive for another day. But when he encountered God and had faith in God, it changed him from weakness to strength. And uh, become so powerful in battle and deliver the whole nations. David could have been just a shepherd boy and become a shepherd throughout his life. But because of his faith in God, he deal with Goliath, change his destiny to become king of Israel, winning battles after battles, establishing that nation. So can you see, these men were ordinary, but because of their faith, they become super achiever. And look at ourselves. Many of us, we say we have faith, but we dare not step up in faith. It's all in the mind. It's all in what we say. It's in what we sing. But there's no action. There's no fruits. Our faith did not work for us. But it must be mixed with action, consistent with our faith, so that we can see the fruits of what faith can do for us so that we can achieve great things. So I hope that we will rise up in our faith, break through those barriers, those hindrances, opposition. We begin to plan, begin to dream, begin to see how God can use us mightily so that we become super achiever in life that we are known to be men and women of great faith. So they become so powerful, not because they naturally they are strong, but because they trust in God and accomplishing great things. Some of, sometimes our faith may not bring about the desired result at this time, at this stage in life. Sometimes those actions of ours will bring breakthrough for the next generation. It may begin in the supernatural, uh, in the spirit realm, but we don't see it yet. Yet what we did actually bring about the advancement of God's kingdom. And down the line, what we do will become obvious. The fruits of our labor will be reaped by the next generation or the generation after. Okay, so the word of God in Hebrews 11, verse 39, he said, these were all commanded for their faith, yet none of them received what had been promised. Since God had planned something better for us, so that only together with us would they be made perfect. So you see, sometimes we did not see the obvious result. It doesn't mean that we have no faith. But in the spirit realm, in what we did, 
we have paved the way for the future generation to walk into what we have sown. Okay, so tonight I hope this message will really encourage every one of us to not to just have a faith that is useless, a faith that is inactive, that doesn't produce fruits. But we will rise up. We will see what we need to do. Consistent with our faith. So that we will break through. Create a new destiny for ourselves. Become super achiever in our lives. For the glory of God. We make a difference to this world. For the benefit of ourselves and also the generation after. So shall we pray? Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that our faith in you and in your word will activate you to work for us, to bring about miracles, to achieve great things beyond what we can think or imagine. Lord, I pray for everyone who listens to this message that our favor arise, that we'll begin to think and we'll begin to see what we can do and begin to act upon our faith and see those miracles take place, see those work being established for the glory of your name. Bless your people, I pray, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen. Okay, the Lord bless you. We'll see you again next week.